Hey there, fellow adventurers and creative souls. I'm Heather, your elopement wedding photographer turned business coach. And I'm thrilled to be here to guide you on this exciting journey we call the Wildpreneur Podcast. Today, we're diving into another episode on Halloween Day. Today, let's talk about a topic that's all too familiar in business, fear. Yep, that thing that sometimes creeps in and holds us back from chasing those wild and big dreams. But guess what? It doesn't have to. So go grab your favorite treat and let's chat about how to be brave in business. You know, I've always been more of an ideas and execute kind of person, but when it came to starting this podcast, fear had me hesitating for years. Yeah, that's right, years. Funny thing, when I finally released that first episode last week, I was blown away by the support. It made me realize that sometimes we underestimate ourselves. So today, let's explore how to tackle those fears head on and not take years to bring our big dreams into reality. Okay, so I want to share a recent experience I had with one of my one-on-one clients. So this is someone who is in my coaching programs and we were having a one-on-one call. And I like to start the call with, you know, what are your big dreams right now? What are those unrealistic things that you're chasing so we can dive in and make them a reality? And she was like, well, I'm really afraid to write down my big dreams. I'm afraid to write down big goals because if I don't meet those goals, then I feel like a failure. So I more just have them kind of out there as ideas, but I'm having a really hard time executing them because they're not written down anywhere. So let's break that apart a little bit. I sat with this person. I was like, listen, I understand that fully. I do because if I were to write down like in five years, I want X, Y, and Z to happen on this date. And you put exact numbers and exact dates for me. That ends up being something that's really hard to attain. I might change my goals. Things might change in my life. You might need to pivot. You might exceed those goals, whatever it is. Or if you set a goal of having a hundred of something by X date and you have 99, now you feel like you failed. So instead, let's write down like a big goal in the next three to five years. And so that was a lot easier for her to picture and visualize. And she said, okay, in the next three to five years, I really want to be traveling and living in different places in the world every like three to four months. And while I'm there for that three to four months, I want to become an expert in the area and shoot weddings and elopements and maybe even some branding sessions for people. So now she has a goal that she can break down. She can think in the next three to five years, this is where I can picture my life being. And when you can picture that big goal, you can start living your daily life to reflect the big goals that you want. And it's the little daily actions that she's going to create in the next three to five years that are going to get her to those big goals. And if you don't have an understanding of what that big goal is, it's really hard to attain it. So we went ahead and we wrote down that big goal and then we stepped it back. Okay, so what are you going to do this year that's going to impact those years to come? And she was like, okay, this year I can't really travel three or four months and then move to a new place. Like I'm not ready for that yet. I still have my home base. I still have a nine to five job I need to attend. So how can we make that a reality? So instead, every quarter, let's travel two weeks out of the quarter and set up gigs during those two weeks and spend those two weeks as if it's how you are in the future going to spend your three to four months in each place. This way you're mimicking the life that you want to have. You're mirroring it for the future. And you're setting yourself up for success to have that future goal that you have down the road. And then we took it even a step back and we said, okay, now what does that look like quarterly in the next year? So each quarter, where are you going to go for that two weeks? And so we figured that plan out. And then we took it a step deeper and we said, okay, from that, how can we create 90 goal marketing plans around your goals? And then 
Let's take that and put it into 30 days. And then we'll take that and put it into weeks. And then we'll take that and put it into daily action steps. So you went from this huge, big, like three to five year out goal that seems really unrealistic and kind of out there and hard to attain. And we stepped it back to what can you do right now in this day, in this moment? And what can you do every day to move the needle forward a little bit? We talked about how inside a business, a lot of times it looks like people are overnight success. They just got lucky you know, they have something you don't, it's harder for you, all of those things. But and the reality is, when you pull back the curtain, there's usually a lot of ups and downs and trials and failure before they get there. And they've had to do things that really are scary. And they might have some fear around. And if they didn't overcome that fear and take the big leap, they wouldn't be where they are today. And so that really is what I'm about today is helping you figure out like, what is holding you back? Sometimes we don't even know what we are really afraid of. She thought she was just afraid of writing down the big goals, but when we dove in, we figured out some of the fear that was holding her back from achieving those big goals. And we were able to break those down into bite-sized steps that are a lot less scary for her. So I want you to try and figure out like, is there something in your business that's holding you back? Is there something you fear that you're not doing that's keeping you from getting those big dreams you're chasing? So let's break this down and bring into a few of my own personal stories today. So I want to take you back to a few moments in my journey where I had to be brave. So the first one is when I decided I was going to shoot my first big wedding on film. So I'd already shot a lot of traditional weddings at this point. I'd done some all digital. I'd done some what we called hybrid. So partly on film and partly on digital. And I had booked a client that wanted their entire wedding on film. This was a goal that I had had is that I would start shooting entire weddings, entire engagement sessions on film. And I had had that goal, but I was really afraid when the opportunity came, like, am I ready? Can I do it? What's going to happen? How do I protect myself from failing? All of the things, right? This is someone's big day. What if it doesn't work out? And so I challenged myself and I took every engagement session I had between that time I booked the wedding and 18 months later, later when the wedding was happening and I shot them fully on film. That way I knew at least I could do an engagement session 100% on film. I also started shooting more rolls of film per wedding to try and get myself ready for this wedding when I would be shooting 100% film. I also made sure I had a really good second shooter that had been working with me for a long time and that worked with me that entire 18 months and could see my process and could see like, okay, when I'm shooting film, can you shoot this digital backup? So we could practice what it would be like on a real wedding day when I was 100% film that she would be backing me up digitally just in case something were to happen to the roll of film or whatever. And the day came, I shot my first whole wedding on film. It was so exciting. There was no fear when I was in the moment doing the day. It was just beautiful, authentic. It kept me in the moment. It kept the couple in the moment. Things unfolded slower. And I just loved the way their gallery turned out and the experience of their day turned out. It was magical. And we didn't have to use any of the digital backups. I'm happy to say it was 100% film delivered to them for their full wedding day. And it was so incredible that I continued to do that for the next few years in my business and offer full film wedding days for these big destination weddings. And it was really scary at first, but it made me stand out. It changed my game as a photographer. And that fear pushed me into a whole new level of photography clients and wedding clients and 
gave me experiences that I would have never had had I never overcome and taken that step further of going from a hybrid shooter to shooting a full film wedding. So it was absolutely amazing. And as you can see, I had to take a lot of little baby steps to get to that big goal and I had to take a leap of faith and go ahead and book the wedding before I knew 100% how it was going to turn out 18 months later. Sometimes we have to take the big goals that are way out there and put them in stone and then work towards them in little baby steps. So the next part of my journey that I want to share with you is when I had booked an international wedding. So I had never shot an international wedding. I booked this international wedding and I they didn't book a second shooter. So I was going all by myself. So I, I was going to travel internationally for the first time by myself. I had travel, traveled internationally before, but I always had someone with me. And I was going to shoot my first international wedding by myself. So this was a little overwhelming. After I booked it, I was definitely feeling a little scared, um, a little nervous about, you know, traveling internationally alone, shooting a wedding internationally alone. It felt like a lot. But I connected with the hair and makeup artist that was also on the wedding. She was also traveling from the States. And so we decided to meet up for a couple of the nights there. And I felt so much more supported knowing that there was someone else there that I was going to meet up with. We ended up hang gliding in the Swiss Alps together. So that was absolutely amazing. And that was one of the most incredible experiences in my business journey to be able to go out and travel internationally by myself for 13 days, shoot a wedding. I ended up booking some other things on top of that, some elopements and engagement sessions. So I was all over the place. I was having the best time. It was absolutely incredible. And I felt so empowered doing it by myself, going out there and doing it alone. And I knew that this was something I could repeat because I had done it by myself. I had done it alone. I could put out a repeat and I could bring team members with me now and make it easier if I wanted to. So again, an experience where I booked something that was really fearful and kind of scary for me. I had no experience in and I had to figure it out. But once I did it, it was so rewarding. Okay, so the last little experience that I want to share with you of a time that I had to overcome fear and be brave in my business was when I switched into elopement photography and I was doing my very, very first like adventure elopement. And it was going to happen in Big Sur, which was amazing because I knew Big Sur really well. It was a place I grew up recreating. It's a place I've camped many times and I've hiked and I knew all kinds of hikes. I knew lots of suggestions and I had been in contact with the managers over there and make sure we had all the permits. I had done everything I needed to do to make sure this day was going to go smoothly. But I was super nervous because I had never done an adventure elopement fully on my own in out in the wild and kind of was researching like what are some of the things that can go wrong. I made plan B's all over the place just in case it rained, just in case there was fog, just in case anything could happen, right? And so we had chosen location, we got our permit, and I had been to this place many times before just as, you know, an adventure myself. And so I knew this was going to work out really well. I also knew that this is a place that the couple had their heart set on, but I knew that it was a place that had really limiting parking. And so I I knew that this would, could be a problem for their elopement day. And so I let them know, you know, we might run into this issue. And they were like, oh, it's fine. And we trust you and whatever you want to come up with. And so I said, we just need to have a plan B in our back pocket. So turns out <laughs> we get there, we arrive and I had, I arrived a day early. I did all kinds of location scouting, even though I knew the area really well. Um, and I 
I was really concerned about how this was going to turn out. Um, and I was really having a lot of fear about all the what ifs that could happen. But I decided just to jump in and and go with it. The couple was so excited. I was so excited. So we had them in two different ca- cars because they were doing a first look. And I had the groom in my car and we were following the bride and we were just kind of going along. We get to where we need to go. And the bride gets behind us because we were going to go in first so that we could set him up and then she can come in for the first look and we get in and the ranger is like we have room for one more car well we had two cars plus a guest car so there's three cars coming in i i knew that this was a problem in this area and for this particular parking lot and so and it's not a place you can park anywhere else and hike in you have to go park in the area if you're going to be allowed into the area so I remember the couple kind of panicking and like, what are we going to do? And I said, okay, well, I have a plan B. I location scouted this other area. It's really beautiful. I have photos from yesterday. Um, I went there yesterday. I made sure we had a plan B. We can go there. It's not a big deal. We can pivot this whole thing in the last minute. So we made a big pivot. And they were like, hey, actually, we know someone in the area. We're wondering if we can just use they're, they have a private beach in their backyard. Maybe we can just use that. Well, that sounded amazing, but I had never seen this area and I was really nervous about what that would look like. And I have this other plan B that I knew would work. And so I was really nervous, but I needed to allow the couple to have the experience they wanted on their wedding day. And so I was like, absolutely. So we went over to this house. I get there and I'm like, we immediately need to go into ceremony. We're really behind at this point. All the guests have been following along. We haven't even got our first look done. So I decided like, I've got to get down there and just scope this location out really quick. Hopefully it's going to work. And I got down on the beach and it was absolutely beautiful. I couldn't have planned a more perfect ceremony spot. It was gorgeous. They had steps leading down. They did their first look. She came down the stairs. Everyone applauded. They had the most gorgeous ceremony. And as it would have it, timing worked out just perfectly at that location that after their ceremony, the sun was setting and it was so beautiful. I still love those images to this day. They're some of my favorite. And maybe it's because I know the backstory and I know that I had to let go of my fear and just go with the flow. And it ended up being the most beautiful, unexpected thing that could happen. And I know that it's some of those images that helped me book my future elopements. And so sometimes the things that we fear most and the unplanned things if you just let go of that fear and you go with the flow something better will come from it as well so we need to remember that when we're thinking in our head and we get too in our head in our business and we think all of the what ifs and we want to plan out every corner and every curve sometimes it's better just to go with the flow let go of the fear be brave jump all in and take a leap because this is when you see the magic happen. And it's when some of the best things happen inside of our business is when we let go and we just let it flow. So there you have it, facing fear head on in business. Remember, you're capable of achieving those wild and untraditional dreams. It's not about luck. It's all about being brave and taking action. So thanks for tuning in today. Stay adventurous, my friends, and go blaze trails. That's it for today's episode. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more wild, sustainable, and profitable discussions. Catch you next time and keep embracing the venture. Mm-hmm.